This is an awful lot of running production. Thank you for downloading. Hello, and welcome to an awful lot of running, a Doctor Who podcast. Woo! Yay! The woo! It's back! It, it's just it's just me! And I'm Jack, one part of your hosting team. It's just me and my amazing co-host, the man that I take through time and space and all these amazing journeys. It's only the... And my mind's gone blank because of I can't think of one again. <laughs> I'm just going to go in for it. It's, I know, it's the Nardole to my doctor. Oh, there we go. There, there we go. go. It's published author, Robin Fole. How are you tonight, Robin? Um, I'm doing all right, mate. You know, just just pretty chill. It's been a pretty quiet day. No, no exciting news or anything, I'm afraid, to really give. You, yourself, Jack? No, yeah, I mean it's it's been pretty quiet for me recently, you know, nothing no yeah. awful going on. You just you know, just chilling, just you know, just trying to have a nice time. So uh yeah, we just got uh, oh my god, oh my actual god, what the <laughs> hell? What is what is pretext. going on? What is actually what is what like and I cannot stress this enough, but what the actual fuck is fuck. happening? Yeah, just literally twelve minutes before we started the podcast, the BBC are just like Oh, um, how about this news? This little nugget of news. Oh, oh um... yeah, 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 yeah. And let, let's, let's get, okay, okay. Let's see, okay. So this this was going to be, and it is still going to be, our reaction to the f- fantastic news that we have a 14th Doctor cast. Yeah. And we were going to talk about, like, ideas and pictures of the 60th, which we will still do, still do. But we also have another massive... Massive, just, just bombshell, just, yeah, just massive bombshell, us. just literally thrown on us like just before we hit the, the 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 record on this podcast. Um, I am sat here. I had to, I had to, I had to fix myself the strongest drink <laughs> to be able to process all this. So I'm just going to take a very quick sip. And Robin, whilst I take that sip, can I ask mm. you? Yes. Yes, you may. A week ago today, mm-hmm. where were you? Where were you? And what were you doing when you heard the news that Shuti Gatwa was going to be the 14th Doctor? Oh, my God. So this was mind-blowing for me as well. Just the BBC, right? They're pulling out all the cards. Like, you know, we're meant to be having a little discussion there about, oh, our ideas for the 60th anniversary, what we do. 
And I feel as if the BBC have just come along and just been like, hold my beer and just beat us to the punch, like whatever we could come up with. Um, and I was at work and a co-worker of mine just dashed over to me, someone who's a big fan of Doctor Who and has listened to a couple of episodes of this. Thank you for doing so. Um, and they were just like, yo, Robin, they've just announced the next Doctor. And I was like, wait, what? No, 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 they haven't. It's, I just figured it was just like the typical kind of one of the mill as another like guess or something. And then I get online and lo and behold, it's Shooty Atwa. I really hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Yeah, Shooty, just... Shooty Gatwa, yeah. Thank you. Um, and oh my God, just what an incredible casting. Like, I, I think I speak for both of us that we both really wanted a doctor that was so vastly different in diversity. And we discussed that a bit in a previous podcast, didn't we? Mm, um, with yeah. our kind of spitballing of ideas for who we'd cast as the 14th doctor. And oh my God, just what a what a wonderful wonderful choice i even though i've not watched sex education i just immediately went on youtube looked up like a compilation of all of his best moments as his character eric from the show and he's wonderful like his his charisma his energy like that after winning quality is just immediately i was like yeah he's the doctor just immediately just thought that let me let me run you through my uh, my sunday last week so go for it let me, let me, let me run you through okay, my um my wife uh, unfortunately was unwell uh having suffering the second bout of covid within five weeks uh don't know how that happens go go two go two years without getting it and suddenly she gets it twice within five weeks Myself and the kids are absolutely fine. I, uh, I took the kids out for a walk to the shop. I was looking around and I checked the uh, one of my one of my uh, uh, group chats uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Reese Dell, good fan, good friend on Twitter, good you know friend of the show. He'd posted in the in this uh, group. He posted mm-hmm. a screen like a screenshot of. Shooty Gat was most recent Instagram post, right? Okay, mm, yeah. Now I knew Shooty because I'm a big fan of Sex Education. We've watched all three series of it. Can't wait for the next series and what have you. And of course, this instantly got that whole group chat and it got tw- who Twitter sent into meltdown because <laughs> everyone was like, well, "What's going on?" Because it was like, "What a fucking mic drop." <laughs> thing to just be like on instagram as a post two hearts plus a little blue square mm. and obviously everyone instantly went well this is a doctor who thing it must be and even so russell who gave us liked it and then like this is so fucking mad like this is the this is the weirdest doctor reveal we've ever had like even even more so than Jodie Whittaker walking towards a, t- a terrible PNG. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like Russell Davis likes it, shares it, comments. The future is now, right? Oh, and then for an hour, 
just just, just collected just collectively everyone is losing their shit <laughs> like everyone I, I, is just everyone's just losing their shit and then and at like one o'clock or twelve o'clock I can't even remember which it is the official Doctor Who Twitter, and I know because I I have it set up so I get notifications when whenever they post anything because because mm. of moments like this, just oh, post, just post, you know, like meet the new Doctor Shuti Gatwa, and like uh, historically so, Doctor Who fans on Twitter, we are very good at uh, at blue ballsing ourselves. We're very good at it. <laughs> and there was a big thing, like, you know, people were like, oh, it's going to be announced on the anniversary of Rose. And it wasn't. It was going to be announced here. It's going to be announced here. It's going to be after mm-hmm. Legend of the Sea Devils. Oh, it's gonna be blah, blah. And then there was one going around that was, it was gonna, they were going to announce 14 on the 14th of May. Right? Yeah. Which, obvious bullshit. And for some reason, no one put it together that they would actually announce it maybe on the fucking BAFTAs. Which makes so much sense because then you've got Shooty and Russell on the red carpet. Oh, it just it is it is. I am as if I wasn't already hyped enough for the Russell C. Davis second era or RTD two to have an <laughs> actor that is who is just amazing, just on top of his game, has won BAFTAs for his performance in Sex Education, because he's that good. And, you know, I anyone that watches Sex Education will tell you he is the standout character in that show. But I, to have that, to have his statement, which I don't know if you read, Robin, that he said you know, he has only one heart, but he's given all of it to the show. Oh, uh, I did not see that. Just, I, I oh. It. And then... I, I, I saw what um, Celestine McCall said, which was... Oh, my God. Sweet. Yes, yeah. Just have a have a doctor, a first non UK born doctor, but Mm. you know is a is a Scot because you know, and what have you, and it's and like and Shooty even on his Instagram story uh, this week said thank you to Sylvester and David Tennant and Jodie Whittaker for wonderful words they said, and just I mean I was I'm just I mean this week I was just so excited for the future of Doctor Who because I think you're right we I, we both wanted a a doctor that would be more diverse that wasn't just another white person let's let's be honest yeah. completely sure because because the world is that it's the world is diverse and we should be embracing that and celebrating that and any of you dickheads that are out there saying that this is box ticking or you know it's a forced diversity what the fuck is forced diversity what was the fuck it's it's absolute bullshit you know and i and and i'll be honest i i made a conscious decision with this one because i knew what happened after jodie whittaker i I, just because of shooty's race i knew what would happen and so i made a very active decision to sort of stay away from and not actively look for any of that sort of stuff, just for my mental health and just what mm, have you. Yeah. But but also just to not give that a platform because it's been so prevalent in Jodie's era and so unnecessarily so because any issues you have with um, the Chibnall era or the Jodie era should mm. 1 million percent not be on, based on her, her gender or her sex, you know? Oh, completely. Like, um, I, I know it's a completely different fact and everything but like 
Star Wars and the slack that the actress who played Rose that was uncalled for. She like, like she was... literally took like five years off social media or something. I remember correctly, and then she's only just yeah. come back recently. Like it, it's sad, and it's just these are human beings. These are people who come to these things and want to give it the all because they love these franchises because they want to bring these new characters, and then Absolutely. for these absolute dickheads to come along with the micro dicks and just be like <laughs> oh no it's a woman it's like just i'm sorry it's just i, me, I don't me, even know what meanwhile there's just, jack Re- there's me there's jack reese going order dickhead yeah <laughs> yes just yes and this news was just holy shit absolutely amazing and yeah and and, and let's let's just take a moment to like what that just says because i've seen I've seen some people, and I think they're very—I think they're absolutely justified to feel like it. They're, they're mm-hmm. upset that that after Jodie, it's not another woman, because it—they feel like it could send the message that the idea of, of a woman doctor um, has, you know, failed. But I don't—I oh, I don't think that's the case. I think there's a, there's a bigger, you know, obviously we have the amazing Joe Martin, who you know, honest to God, I wish we'd had more of her. You know, and hopefully we'll have more of him in the centenary special. But you know, we're gonna have the first non-white actor leading the show. Mm. Like, what historic moment is that? And just doesn't that just speak to what we should be celebrating? Absolutely, you know. We we've come a long way with Doctor Who as well. Like, remember, like. Oh, when did when did Martha first appear in Doctor Who? Yeah. And it Two, was series big... three, yeah, series three, two thousand seven, yeah. And that was a huge deal in the fact that she was the first non-white companion. And now we've getting so much more diversity to our companions mm. and people who are um, different sexualities and the like. And that is just it's brilliant. It's what. Doctor Who should be about. It's as the series grows, we continue to explore all these different times and changes, whether it be the past or the future. And actually, these things are relevant. These things are part of our history, and they should be a part of Doctor Who, a series that explores time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll be honest. After that news last week and seeing all the footage at the Baftas, and can I just say, did you see any of the shoot the footage in the Baftas? Did you see Shooty's outfit? Uh, no, because I'm, I'm going to be honest. Oh, I, the man, the man is a style icon, and they have got to bring that to his doctor. Because, oh, just you know, I'm talking. I'm talking. We've got to we've got to go Colin Baker levels of awesome doctor costume. <laughs> Like you know, majestic and brilliant. That's what I'm saying. Mm. And I, I, I was you, left. Sorry, go on. You, you think he should uh, be some kind of majestic look then? Mm. I think it needs to be style icon. You know. Uh, I, I just don't know. Oh wow, yeah, that's a. I tell you what, if that ends up being his Doctor Who outfit, I've just finally looked it up. Just that that would certainly be quite. Stand outish, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of, I have it in my head that he should be 
like really colourful in his outfit. Yeah, that's, no, that's I, that's what I mean. He should be colourful, but that that's a it's just an amazing outfit what he wore for the bastards. Mm. But I so I was really happy all this week. I felt very very excited for the future, very hyped, just like, oh yeah, I'm excited for the centenary, but I am really excited to see what's coming next and what have you, because especially because it's Russell, you know, the you know, in my opinion and many's opinion, the best showrunner of Doctor Who. You know, Moffat really good as well, and other people too. But you know, best showrunner, and certainly in my opinion, Russell is the currently the greatest TV writer in the UK. You know, he he does amazing work. It's whenever he does something or produce something, it's something yeah. that's immediately under my radar. And I'll be honest, I I, I think I I I found it very um, audible and very palpable the presence on Twitter, the people screaming as to how it's a sin didn't win any of the BAFTAs it was nominated for on TV was is ridiculous. Honestly, mm. I think it just shows maybe you know speaks more to the you know the nature of award shows and how the Academy are probably out of touch. And didn't watch it because I'll be honest, best thing I saw last year, probably the best thing I've seen this decade. So I, I I feel as if I need to watch the whole series now because those highlight clips were brilliant with him. It's like he made me is, laugh oh. and oh oh no so oh you mean you, you mean sex education don't you? I mean it's a sin uh, from oh what? oh I'm sorry I. I, I thought you were just saying it's a sin, as in bloody blah. I, I didn't realize that's an actual show. Uh, that that shows how much uh, TV I watch. Um, We've spoken <laughs> about it on here before, Robin. My God, <laughs> it's on Netflix now. It's on e, it's on E four, not E four, all four. Check out it's a sin if you haven't, people. But you oh know. my God, I, have we? Because if we have, I. I feel like an absolute <laughs> Yeah, I I, I think I feel like I spoke about it for at least 20 minutes when I first watched it on a podcast before. <laughs> you I know. really don't recall this. Right. I but anyway, any anyway, anyway, anyway. I was yeah. so um... I was so happy with this news. And I saw a really cute moment with Amy Lou Woods, who who's another character in Sex Education, who's an actress, and her mm. Sit meeting shooting at the Bathurst and her saying to him, Oh my god, you're Doctor Who, like her genuine reaction, like, mm. and that, that made me tear up. Oh, bless. Cut to today, uh, Sunday, the 15th of May, and already I feel like I've entered a weird fucking Twilight Zone timeline because <laughs> yesterday the UK came second in Eurovision. Which, Which is I never I, 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 I still don't believe it happened. I feel like it's I think it's just the it's the it's the quickest acting Mandela effect in in my opinion. Oh we we probably came second from last is what actually happened, but everyone's just thinking that we came second for some reason. I I, I don't believe it. And I, I don't even though I've seen the footage, I just think it's mm. you know I, I but anyway. Cut to today and I'm I'm looking back at my Twitter now because, uh, uh, the, and I'm going to say it now. 
one million percent the uh the official Doctor Who Twitter has been handed over to some new rapscallion interns. It's not the same people that run in during Tribunal's time. Because oh, they're having no, no. they're having some fucking fun. They are having some fucking meme ship and it's beautiful stuff to see. Because at well, it says three hours ago on here, but I think it's about yeah, half five. They mm. on the Twitter as the comment and as a picture did the two hearts plus a blue diamond. Which is just what what, what the fuck is that? Like what it's what's it's, this? it's 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 <laughs> honest to god, it's the equivalent of like it's the equivalent of someone with like the world's most giant dong unzipping and just letting it <laughs> And I'm sorry for that analogy if that's horrible for anyone, but it because it's just like the flex of like they know what they're gonna do to us. They know what they're doing just by just by posting four goddamn emojis. Yeah. Just by posting four emojis. They Russell knows the hold that he has on us just from that. So obviously, who Twitter went into fucking meltdown the second time in two weeks. You know? Again, just cut that to that clip from the office of just, oh my god, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah, oh, no, it wasn't even. We were like, what what is happening? Are they just, you know, are they just messing with us? Are they are they just trying to test their fucking holdings? Is this some sort of sick fucking power play? Because Russell had been out there this week being like, Oh yeah, I was uh I was throwing out I was throwing out uh, shitty rumors and what have you. It was me, all leaks came from me, I made up bullshit just to get people thrown off the scent. And we were like, Okay, cool. And then at seven o'clock. And I'm looking at it now, and I still don't believe it. At seven o'clock. And I'm going to read the tweet out, because I just... Uh, please, please do. I, it's like, honest to God, it's like someone needs to send an error report to my head, because I'm just... Uh, and, I, and, I, and I was barfing my kids at the time, but I was... I was I would have my hand on my phone just because I was waiting for it, and I saw the tweets come up, and I from the notification just and I instantly clicked on it, and there was already like a bunch of likes and a bunch of quote tweets and a bunch of retweets. Within seconds, they're back. David Tennant and Catherine Tate returned to Doctor Who. Heart, heart plus diamond, blue diamond. What the fuck, Russell? What? And Mike, I cannot, and I what? cannot stress it enough. <laughs> what the actual? Hell, like uh, the a man of my age and my stature. I, I had a heart attack last week. <laughs> I just recovered from it, and you do this to me. Is it going to happen again next week? Are they going to yeah, go? Oh, by the, are they? Are they just? Is this a Sunday thing now? Are they going to go next week? Oh, by the way, Matt Smith and Jenna Coleman return to Doctor Who, and then are we going to oh, get freaking Capaldi and Pearl Mackey and and? Nardole, you know, Matt Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, what is what what is happening? Is this what be is Doctor Who Sunday? <laughs> like, what the actual fuck? Like, it's 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 amazing. I it's just I, the I, fact I, that it's been for two weeks now. We've just had our hearts skip a beat. It's like, what what is even happening? It's glorious. It's amazing. And when you first click the link that it gave you, the uh, the website link was broken. So you couldn't even tell what it was. It was just the back. And it was like, wait, is this big finish? Is this TV? Like, 
what is this? Give us more information. And then it finally works. It just, oh, oh, it's actually on TV. That's even more amazing. Like, Ooh. honest to God, um, Russell, and I've said it before, he is so tuned into the zeitgeist. Mm. And so, but he is also the biggest fucking troll. Like, literally. Like, before before all this, he was liking every comment on his Instagram where people were saying, uh, you know, like this to confirm the 14th Doctor is cast. And he was liking it, like, way back in November or something. <laughs> and they were, you know, like, all that shit. And I'm just like... Give me, like, Russell. Like, give, give me a break. Just please. Just, oh, my God. But, like, Robin... Yeah. Our favorite doctor is and I feel like it was inevitable because favorite I feel like it was I feel I feel like it was gonna happen. Yeah, and one of my favorite companions as well is yeah, just I had recovered for this. I had recovered this because I was so hyped and so happy and so ready for shooty. And how amazing does it think we're gonna be able to talk about the shooty gutwa era of Doctor Who? Doesn't mm. that just roll off the tongue beautifully? I and now I'm, I'm just like so, so excited. Where the fuck does that fit in? Where the fuck does that fit in? How does you know like? Ah! Well, that's the thing because with David and Donna back, it's like, um, what how are they going to do? Is this like an Elseworld story? Is it like a what if scenario? Is it? Lost Lost Adventures? It's I mean it could just be Yeah, Lost of It could just be it's during that series it's actually set during series four for them. And Mm. it's just uh, you know, we're gonna get Oh, I don't know. I I just don't know. I I literally I couldn't tell you what's gonna happen in the 60th. Because I'm already like, what the hell is going to happen in the centenary, the episode before the 60th? I mean, you know, if if they've got the balls now to say, oh, not only are you getting Doctor Who, but you're also going to have this series, uh, Donna and the Doctor. Just like, <laughs> what? Could you imagine if they just played like that card? Like, I just, I, 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 I said it before on Twitter earlier. I am just. I am weeping and screaming a song for 10 into the void currently, right now. I just go, like, you know. I, fuck it's, a great it's a wonderful time to be a fan of Doctor Who. And all these announcements, like, it is making me so, so excited for this 60. So excited for future content. Um, yeah, shame it's a fucking, to... like, 18 months off, isn't it? I know, but we've got a fair bit of build-up now. We've got some exciting things to sort of think about in terms of what the hell we're going to get before then. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the, that's the thing. I'm thinking, if they're revealing this now, it must mean they're going to be filming on location soon. And there was a rumour this week that David Tennant was in Cardiff. And I was like... Pfft. I was one of the people that was like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, that's not happening. Mm. You're, you're a clown. You're, get your clown makeup there. Get your use out of it. No. But fuck... Like, what is going on? It's he's glorious. It's absolutely glorious. He didn't. He didn't want to go, and he's back. 
So, oh, just pull that line and just, oh, I, I really don't know what else to say because, again, like we're just about to talk about ideas for the sixth special, and like I don't know if you had on your list bring back David Tennant or something, but. Well, I, 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 in terms of the actual 60th, I didn't know so much, but I had I had plans around the 60th, mm, like you mm. know, like the things they should do, like they did for the 60th or for the 50th, sorry. But like, yeah, no, I'm looking at the article from the website now, and you know, Russell D. Davis, showrunner, says they're back, and it looks impossible. First, we announce a new Doctor, and then an old Doctor, along with the wonderful Donna. What on earth is happening? Maybe it's the missing story, or a parallel world, or a dream, or a trick, or a flashback. The only thing I can confirm is that it's going to be spectacular as two of our greatest stars reunite for the battle of a lifetime. Uh, so, yeah, get ready for episode three of Battles in Fandom when David Tennant and Catherine Tate will be duking <laughs> it out for Russell City. <laughs> don't, don't get my hopes up. Just can, can, you ima- can you imagine? Can you imagine? Because let's face it, Russell or David would win that. Can you imagine when we got to like the final and it's like Philip Hawkins, Josh Carr, and David Tennant? <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, it's a shame we've already had to ask the question of who would save the porn industry because to ask David Tennant <laughs> and it would just be like, oh, me. It's just like, Oh my god! <laughs> uh, no, he'd be like, oh, he'd be like, oh, probably, probably T- Peter Davison, you know, my father. <laughs> oh my god, that saved me. Um, when when Shuti was announced, right? Mm-hmm. And I think she must have done it for when Jodie was announced as well. Georgia Tennant retweeted it, saying, "Hello, Dad." Uh... And I actually, I had a drink at the time, and I. I, I I squirted it out my nose because <laughs> she retweeted the uh, the the David Tennant Catherine Tate article and just said I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh, what a time to be a Doctor Who fan! Just what an incredible, incredible time! I just oh, what what else can they do at this point? What else can they do to just make us even more excited tonight? Um bring back eleven, bring back twelve. Yeah, yeah. Like if they somehow did like, that. I'd... Let's be honest, they they ain't getting nine. Like there's no way Eccleston's ever coming back. I'm unfortunately not, but oh I I I don't even know what else there is to say. Like it's like Oh, you know, we, we could talk about what else we've been doing during our week, but I just feel as if this has just completely eclipsed anything we've done. I'm, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm still reeling, honest to God, hmm. you know. And, and we've got nothing else to work on either. Like, we know the Fourteenth Doctor. We know that David and Donna are coming back. But we don't have anything else other than that, and you know what? That's great. Like, just keep us like, like tantalated like that. Make us just like, ooh, yeah, okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. And just, oh, I, 
I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I'm salmon here. I'm just. I'm so giddy. I'm like I'm... a kid. It, okay, it makes for I'm... a great um, podcast. I have to say. So we can't even say the words, but. Uh... <laughs> oh. oh my god! So um, I tell you what. I'll uh, I'll read. I put in that uh, in that group chat that I was speaking about before on Twitter. I, mm. I said about to record the. Up thoughts and this was on Thursday when we were going to record this, but I had to cancel. But I'm so glad I did because oh my god, oh damn straight. Um, like obviously meant to be. Um, so I, I so about to record a new pod on about uh Shooty Gatwa. Anyone have anything they want to that they want me to say or throw in a readout? Uh, our good old friend Ben, uh, the vacuum comments. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> he wanted me to read. Um, chaos is the barbecue source of life. <laughs> I, in my head, that was McCoy, That was Sylvester McCoy's voice. And uh, Davis, uh, producer of Battles and Fandom, and friend of the show, uh, the broke cannon man himself, wanted me to say more like Cutie Gatwa. Ooh. Which, I, I which, mean... I, which in my head, I read in Ben's voice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm not well. I, I've, I've hit my microphone. I'm deceased. I feel like I, I feel like I'm going to need to take a quick break. Honest to God, like, I, I thought I was excited this week already when Lego was like, oh, you know, we're going to announce Lego Optimus Prime, who can transform. Oh and yeah, just relive my childhood, and I was so excited about that. And yeah. I thought, me, me, oh, meanwhile, your wallet. Wrong. Meanwhile, your wallet was there going. Ah! <laughs> my, my poor wallet who needs to pay the bills is just like well okay i'm gonna have to take one for the team and I thought, <laughs> no, that's gonna that's gonna be my excitement of the week and then lo and behold this happens it's just uh, like like I, two I, of our this, but... like 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 <laughs> mate two of our favorite fictional characters are going to be back on tv <laughs> yes you know oh. like like, I feel bad for saying it because I will still enjoy the centenary because mm-hmm. I will, and I will, and it's, and I don't believe any of this is overshadowing Jody. So departure, as in, unlike some people were saying, which is ridiculous because you always get a new Doctor re- reveal before the Doctor goes. Mm. So it's not, it's not any unfair thing to the Jody. In fact, it would have been very favoritism if we hadn't announced it. Before. Anyway. Um, I do kind of feel like, yeah, the centenary is cool, but uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, come on, you know, it, it's like, oh, how can I? It's like, mm. I, I, it's not... I'm equally excited for both. Like, it's it's insane that we're getting both of these amazing bits of news so close together, mm. and I don't think either of them overtakes the other. I don't think either one is kind of the better news, quote unquote, because guess what? They're both amazing. Like mm. both of them just overall Absolutely. add to this amazing experience. But it does, it does, it does start make me think. Might make me think though mm. about what something that Rastlon was saying during our Legend of the Sea Devils uh, uh, podcast. What Rory was saying about there that well, maybe what if they're sort of inherently tied? What is actually a secret two parter? The centenary and the sixtieth. Oh, because maybe that is it. Like, oh, I, I just, uh, 
but you know, I, you know, there were the, these rumors about David and and Catherine coming back were sort of flying around for months now, and I didn't really believe it. I was just like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I was like, I was like, I'm sure David would appear in some way, but then I was also like, well, actually no, because they're probably going to just set up the new Doctor. Because if the last ep- if Jodie's last episode is a centenary, then it's- and then yeah, but Alonzi, I well, well, and you know I've I've always been in a world Doctor Who um, mood today because I've just been before we started this podcast I've finished off um, some more big finish I have fucking um, finally oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I, oh, I, I, I never take bloody long enough with it, but um, I've, I've had some time and um, getting some chores done, trip to London, plugging the old earbuds, and um, I've listened to quite a few rather glorious golden nuggets. And I can't wait to get your thoughts on those and to talk about ideas, our ideas for the sixtieth. Right after this word, these words from our sponsor. Tired of second-rate hot beverages? Then come on down to Scarrowbuck's Coffee. The only place with hot drinks you can enjoy, enjoy, enjoy! Massive thank you to the uh, Daleks and uh, Starbucks for uh, sponsoring this podcast and Oliver Smith as well. Uh, we are back, and Robin, you you, you finally listened to more Big Finish. Please, do I that. have finally finished to more Big Finish, as you say. Um, first of all, ripping the band aid right off, I finally got wound. Took me bloody long enough to finish in the Chimes of Midnight, which. Oh my god, what an incredible, incredible story. Like all those different layers to it. The acting, the the puzzle side of things. Because I was listening to this on my way back from London from a recent trip. And I just spent that whole journey listening to it, just thinking, like, what what's going on? How how are these murders happening and the like? And I and I don't want to give too much away because I want listeners who have not listened to it to 100% listen to it, but it is just so atmospheric, so oh. great with its little details. It's it, it's one of my favourites, one of my favourite TARDIS teams, that being Eight and Charlie. And it's my favourite Doctor Who writer, uh, Robert Sherman. You know? Yeah, he's, he's definitely become one of mine as well. You know, who, who wrote Dalek, you know, our, you know, our second favourite story of all time. Mm. So... Um, what I love about it is it gets really dark, you know, by the time you get yeah. to the last half, it's like Holy Terror, which he also wrote because, and I think I'm quoting him by saying this, he basically, he just, I just ran out of jokes. So I made it really fucking dark. It's, that's the thing. Like it's super dark, but then there's like those really dark humor moments, just like, Oh, it would be Christmas without this. And it's just like, <laughs> are, are you I, serious? <laughs> yeah. I genuinely I love it. I, I listen to it every year for Christmas. It's one of my favorite Doctor Who Christmas specials. So it's it's really up there. And Charlie is just such a wonderful companion. It's it's amazing how they can come up with these new companions who are just they're just audio for us, but they can just give us so much personality 
in the words, in the way they speak. And I think that is such props to both Whiten and to the actors and actresses who bring those characters to life. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's, mm. a, it's a similar thing with uh, Maggie with the you know rest you know God rest her soul uh, Maggie Staples coming into play even Smythe, who's one of my favorite companions and probably my favorite Six Doctor companion. So yeah. Mm. Uh, anything else uh, you uh, got onto? I have yes. Over the last week, I have finished a very very incredible three-part series uh, featuring an incredible actor who rests his soul the war doctor trilogy of the innocent the thousand worlds and today finished off the heart of the battle and oh my god like i know he's done voice work before like he was aragorn in the animated lord of the rings movie and for him to be able to just continue to bring that voice to life and so much personality and such an incredible story written by he's written by the guy who's freaking Dalek, right? Yeah, it's Nick Briggs, voice of the Daleks yeah. himself, yeah. And and it's <laughs> it's only the monstrous the box set, isn't it? And oh my mm. god. It's it, 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 I would be like, that is my I'd be like, if you want to get into Big Finish, listen to this box set. It does feel like, okay, we've got a story to tell. This is like a real big budget thing. Like, we've, we're flouncing the fact that we've got John fucking Hurts with us. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's just, it's amazing. It's just poetry to the ears. Just, and I, I love how you really get like a real character arc with him throughout where you know he's he's kind of this grouchy old fart at the very start <laughs> and then when to actually go at the other end and you kind of see this real war doctor story it's like it's everything that i wanted to see or hear from him back when we first got him in our like one of our absolute favorite episodes and now to be able to listen to that and 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 you say there's more war doctor stories, right? With um, them yep. having like they, well, there's 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 three more box sets with John Hurt, which are all they're all good. You know, I'll be honest, only the monstrous is the best one, mm. but they're all good. They're all worth checking out. And then there is yeah, there's the current the War Doctor Begins series with Jonathan Carley taking the role as young War Doctor, who does an impeccable um, John Hurt. And mm. I said it before, I'll say it. I'll say it a million ways, and hopefully, you know, it'd be nice to get him on the pod one time even to talk about it. But Jonathan Carley is killing it as war. He is killing it. And they need to hurry up and do a Jonathan Carley, Derek Jacobi, War Doctor versus War Master box set, or just story. Like, because that is just, that's the dream right there, isn't it? Dude, after listening to these, 100% with you. Like, this is what you can get from writers who are given the endless possibilities of, hey, this isn't on screen. This is audio. This is people's imaginations filling in the blanks. And it's just crazy what you can do with that just yeah. by having your own imagination one wild. And it, it fully, you know, like 
us growing up, we had that that term, the time war, thrown out there, and we have very mm. little explained about it. And this is one of the first times in Big Finish they actually started telling us stuff about it. And there was the there was the Engines of War uh, book, which is a War Doctor book, which told us a bit about it as well. But this is one of the first like way times that we really actually heard or saw into the time war beyond there the doctor and i feel like this you know in some of the ones there's a diminishing return but you're getting too much time war and it's not really hyping itself up into that weird timey-wimey strangeness this like the whole concept of the thousand worlds and i'm not mm. going to say anymore because i don't want to spoil anything but it's just so like it fits the time war like a million percent that like this is something the Daleks would do in a time war because it's so weird and so high concept and it is it's basically it's a three hour Doctor Who blockbuster blockbuster yeah, which is, really is one million percent based on like those old wartime movies you know no I hundred percent agree with you on that mate it's so it's so it's so good. Yeah. Anything I'm, else? Anything else? You've uh... no, dude. I mean, that's it in terms of Doctor Who. I mean, those are four incredible stories as they as they are, and I've got a whole list of other ones that I've purchased and just have not listened to yet. Um, like the Genocide Machine, I need to listen to. I I definitely want to listen to um, Sword of Orion for some more Paul McGuff mcgann and i I know you've got you you've given me a fair few suggestions like master and davros Mm. um you have got to do master and davros and omega as well but no Mm. omega is great but i feel like you wouldn't get omega that much because you're not that into that much into classic who like Omega which is, is which absolutely yeah yeah absolutely fair you know it, it is what it is you know and don't get me wrong I'm gonna make you get a blip, a brick box <laughs> subscription and sit there and watch some stuff at some point I am you know I'm doing that right now I've started that watch through of a of a classic Doctor Who that rewatch I've uh, I started off with the Keeper of Traken which is the okay. very first Nissa story because I, I was like if I'm gonna do every Tegan story I have to also do every Nissa story. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch that first, which is the penultimate uh, Tom Baker story. And then just today I finished the Legopolis, Glo- which is Tegan's Ooh. first story. How and Tom's last one. It holds up, in my opinion. I, I really like it. I really enjoy it. And people always, people get a bit of thing about Tom being tired or being uninfused in the last few episodes. Definitely not uninfused. I feel mm. like he gives everything. Tired, Yes. It one million percent fits his doctor at that point where he is. Okay, that that's good then. So it works well with the narrative. At least. Yeah, you get you know you get Auntie Ainley coming as the master, which is great as well. And then, and then at the end of the Legopolis, as Tom turns into Peter Davison, you get one of my favorite TARDIS teams, and um, probably the TARDIS team that I'm most nostalgic for, even over Eccleston and and uh, Billy Piper, mm. because. When I was watching Eccleston, like Logopolis was the first serial that I found on UK TV Gold. Oh, really? And that's then when I watched every um, Peter Davison, every Colin Baker, and every Sylvester McCoy story. It was following that because 
I was watching the omnibus editions on UK TV Gold following that episode. So, mm. like, yeah, nine and nine and uh, Rose were my first Tyler's team, but five Tegan Nissa and Adric were my second, and. I have a massive, massive soft spot for them. In my heart. I have a massive place in my heart for them. So it's fantastic today to start watching Cash of Alva, which is Peter Davison's first story, and watching that and just being like, oh, wow, this this is not what I remember it at all. I'm still enjoying it, but it's, <laughs> it doesn't hold up like I remember it. So I'm like, I can't wait to get onto, like a, onto Kinder or Earthshock and stuff like that. So, yeah. it's It's been a bit of a wild ride for me as well because um... – I've been slowly managing whenever me and my missus have the same free time together. We've been slowly getting through season one of New Doctor Who because she's never seen it. And so we recently watched um, End of the World and um, ah, the Charles Dickens one right after. Um, And it's so interesting to look back at those shows as kind of time capsules of what they were and sort of the styles of tv back then and the kind of themes and i i still i I still think i'd give them the same ratings as we gave them back when we gave our little ratings before like not kind of like impeccable episodes and it does like it's so frustrating now going back to that charles dickens episode and realizing just how um, how much of a a bit of a nasty man he is, that kind of spoils it a little bit. Oh, you mean you mean do you mean the actor? Uh, mm. Yeah, Simon Callow, the transphobe. Yeah, yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt. Yeah, it it, it does because we watching it, you're like, oh, but but there are good bits, and I like where the story's going, but then. It's so difficult sometimes to have to separate the actor from the character, and ah, uh, but no, it's it's brilliant. I've got to do the two Slovene episodes next, and then I finally get to my favourite, like Dalek episode, which I'm very excited to see with the missus opinion of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, if she doesn't like it, then uh, she's in the doghouse for that night. But uh, hey, you know. <laughs> You know, I've seen some people as well, like with uh, with Shooty Gatsworth being announced as forty. I some I've seen some people going, oh, you know, what? I might actually start watching Doctor Who now. And it started a big conversation. Started a big conversation with people saying that if you are going to start, don't skip nine. And I'm like, oh, obviously, obviously, I'm like, no, just um, yeah, don't skip nine. But uh, you can skip all the shit episodes, but. Everyone thinks that every episode is shit, and like you know, every, oh. at least one person thinks that every episode is shit, and uh, but every episode is someone's favorite. So just watch all of it. The thing is, though, like, yeah, they were, this was like the first time they were bringing Doctor Who back after years. No, 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 Robin, 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 no. Robin, catch up with me, catch no. up with me here. Okay, sorry, sorry. There's. <laughs> There's at least one person that thinks ev- that each that each episode is shit. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got that. There's also people that you know every episode is someone's favorite. So yeah. whereas every episode is someone's worst, every episode is also everyone's favorite. So just watch all of it and make your own yeah. opinion. 
No, no, I, 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 I took all of that in, and I, I 100% agree with all of that. And it's just, I find it just really fascinating to just go back and rewatch that content, especially if you haven't watched it for years, see what kind of holds up, what doesn't, but also think actually, this is a lot more relevant now than it was back then and i find that really fascinating i'm especially excited for some of the later episodes oh my god turn left is gonna hit like a fucking truck isn't it oh yeah yeah that is something that i'm really looking forward to but also just like um no so no i i was was following all that man i'm just saying it's a it's a good time to be yeah a doctor who fan it's good to to get into it um Well, I tell you what, mate, let's let's think about now. Let's talk about and I feel like it's in a way, I feel like it's totally like overshadowed by everything else that's happened recently. But let's yeah, do it anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, the 60th anniversary is coming up for Doctor Who. It is, you know, the 60th mm. anniversary is coming up. And I'm sorry for whatever weird stuff is gonna be happening with the sound right now because I'm moving around while my mic is staying stationary. So you're, you're, I'm really, you're, you're all on I'm, sugar. <laughs> I'm really far away. No, I'm really close. <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, um, you, folks. Yeah, no, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, an awful lot of running. No, <laughs> that must be really annoying for anyone listening. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so the six-year anniversary of Doctor Who is coming up. A massive, momentous occasion for this longest-running TV sh- uh, sci-fi TV show, this, this franchise that we both adore. And there was a lot happening for the 50th anniversary. You know, we had an adventure in space and time. We had the science of Doctor mm. Who. Bit of a stinker, if I'm, if I'm not going to lie. But, you know, we had Day of the Doctor. We had the Night of the Doctor as well, you know, the little minisode which showed us Paul McGann regenerating into John Hurt. And... Robert and I wanted to talk about our ideas or our thoughts or what should be done for the 60th anniversary. And I'm going to be completely honest, Robin. Yeah. I stayed away from the actual 60th anniversary special itself. Okay. I've not, okay. I've not, I've not touched that. I've not touched it in any way. So if I come up with anything now, it's going to be one million percent bullshittery because I'm just like, you know what? I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that because Russell's coming up with that and I trust him. I completely trust him, you know. Yeah, I want a multi-doctor. Everyone wants multi-doctor. You know, we're getting Tennant back and Catherine Tate. I'm going to leave that there, okay? So mm. I thought more around, I thought more around like the encircling uh, media or the encircling coverage of the 60th because I feel like it needs to be even more hype than the 50th because, yeah, 50 is a more hype number than 60. It just is because 50 is like, ooh, half a century. Yeah. But the way it is, I feel like it needs to be even bigger again because we've got to, we've got to pull people in. We've got to pull people in with the hype of the 60th because people have drifted away. So, okay. Um, do you want to start or shall I go into some of my ideas? I mean, I feel as if if we're going to start, we need to sort of throw out... Because I've got... I think I've got one idea, which I think is quite a banger of an idea... Um, and I'm quite pleased with it. And then I've got like the kind of the typical ones that I could just throw out quite quickly. Um, but, uh, you know, just sort of throwing one out right straight away. Like, honestly, 
bring back Doctor Who Confidential. Start to get that um, hype up again. Sort of have oh oh of... just 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 bring that back for series fourteen. Do it like you know do a special yeah. for do a special for the sixtieth anniversary. Do that, but then actually bring it back for series fourteen. Do it. Yeah, like an hour long special or something to commemorate that, and then just bring it back in general. I. I do believe yeah. that Doctor Who Confidential, it just needs to come back. Yeah. It was And uh, to- bring back Totally Doctor Who for uh, CBBC as well, hosted by Jack Reeves. There, I'm, 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 I'm fighting for you, Jack. Come on, come on, BBC. <laughs> CBBC, hire him. Do it. You can do it, Jack. You can do it, man. We believe in you. Uh, I mean, I, I've also just got another very kind of, very sort of light idea, just... I think building up to the next generation, the regeneration of the Doctor. Every the, day. The, the, up sorry, sorry. It. The next generation. Re, re, regeneration. <laughs> Patrick Stewart is the new Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Just if we could somehow get Patrick Stewart in Doctor Who, just. I mean, I think about it. We've had, we've had Derek Jacobi. We've had Ian McKellen. Yeah. He's like the next. He's like the next big British actor that's not been in Doctor Who just for something, just, you know? Come on, come on, Doctor. Mike, Who. We have Michael Gambon for Christ's sake. Yeah, Michael Gambon. You know, like we had so many. Like just even just a voice role would be great, wouldn't mm. it? You know, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like with the star power that is Russell now. And you see the cast that he's had for stuff. I feel like Doctor Who is entering a new golden age in terms of guest stars. Because oh, like, okay. is this going to be like the new Harry Potter, where they just manage to get every single British actor in? But it? yeah, yeah, yeah. But also think about it. It's Bad Wolf running it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bad Wolf will be doing his Dark Materials, right? Yeah. Who's into his Dark Materials? Lynn Manuel Miranda. Hamilton episode confirmed. <laughs> They're doing it. They're gonna, oh. The doctor is going to go back and meet Alexander Hamilton. I'm, I'm telling you now, it's going to happen. Fucking hell, that, that would be bloody glorious. No, no, um, no, no, it's happened. Robin, it's confirmed. It's happening. I'm yeah. telling you now, it's a scoop for the podcast. It's happening. <laughs> Jack, if that is next week... And we blow the lid on it already. Just <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> that would just be. I would. I would actually. That, I, I think you'd actually come to record the next podcast, and I would just be a actual shell, <laughs> like a dead husk, <laughs> on the sofa just while talking to you. Oh my god! Um, so not next generation, uh, regeneration, like leading up to it. Yeah. I would go for just every day leading up to that. Just show off on TV that each Doctor's final episode. Have that kind of two weeks of every night we get a different Doctor Who story of them showing off that final episode, that kind of build up. And you kind of see for yourself this journey that they've come through. I mean, I, I know that's like a very kind of typical, very easy idea, but that's why I'm just throwing it out yeah, there very but, quickly. But, but, but it's also, in terms of feasibility, it's really fucking cheap for the BBC. Yeah. Isn't it? They're just reshowing an episode, which will probably get good ratings anyway. You know, especially if you're talking about end of time. 
You know, like mm. people are going to watch that, aren't they? You know, you do that, you build up hype, and you can prove the naysayers who are just like, oh, well, no, the doctor should be white. You know, it's like, well, no, because the doctor's always changing. And it's not just the appearance, but it's their personality. It's so much. They are literally becoming a new person. Why can't they be these different things? Why can't we, in this time that we live in, in a show about time, explore these new themes or explore, sorry, not new themes, explore themes that have always been relevant. It's just, it's, it, it gets me sometimes when people do that. It's just absolute unnecessary. And I just feel as if this would be a great way to just shut them up. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I completely agree. Like, it's just some real, some real bullshit happens, let's mm-hmm. be honest. You, you, know. you, you throw me an idea, mate. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll throw you an idea. Okay, so I like mm-hmm. that a lot. I like it a lot. I'll build on it, okay? Okay, yeah. On BBC4, okay, yeah. you have reruns of every surviving classic Doctor Who. Yes. Episode, okay? And every, you have that every night. Every night for however many stories there are in classic Who, I can't remember, you have them running up to the 60th, okay? So you have, mm-hmm. you start with an earthly child to go into the Daleks. You have those every night, okay? Yeah. Simple, you know, they're literally just whacking a DVD off the shelf and putting it on, and they'll get good ratings for it properly because they will, because people get hyped for it, you know, especially if they hype it properly and if they throw in like the little like behind the scenes um, things on the on the collection box set, like if they throw in a behind the sofa thing at the end of an episode, people will love it genuinely, even if it's just a, if it's just a cut down version, of it, okay, um, which is good, okay. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, on BBC One, mm. you have. You have new who being repeated. Okay? Oh, that yeah. You know, every Saturday or Sunday night, you have one or two episodes, you know, being played because again, you know, thinking about it, by the time the centenary comes around, we're probably looking at fifty-two weeks between, you know, because it's a year and there's fifty-two weeks in a year, aren't there? So you're looking at that, you know. So and there's fifty-two episodes would probably only take you up to series six or seven you, you could get really far in it that's for sure yeah so and why not do why not why not do like two like two episodes a night you know so like first night you get a double bill you get an hour and a half you get rose and um end of the world you know yes and then when you get to stuff like the stolen earth and journey's end yeah you give a bit more time for it but then that's going to get so much covering so much hype people are gonna fucking love that you know it's it's a great idea as well because new who has now been on the tv for so long that mm. we've a whole new generation of fans watching it yeah and you know? many of them will have never watched christopher eccleston's era maybe they may have either missed david tennant give them this opportunity to now watch that and yeah, appreciate it you know? especially david before his return but here's the thing doctor who in my opinion for the bbc has become a bit of like an orphan stepchild it has like they're like oh yeah yeah it's here and the marketing hasn't helped either and like the infrequency of series and yes you can blame covid and what have you i don't know what happened then 
Uh, well, the last thing you said was blame COVID, and clearly it got angry and uh, shut us down. Uh, um, as I was saying, yes, I know COVID. Uh, um, please, please don't, please don't smite me again, God. Uh, for that, uh, yes, I know COVID <laughs> and other stuff, but the, you know, we still have a big gap between Series Eleven and Series Twelve. And I'm going to be honest, if I was a kid now, um, the fact that Doctor Who's not on every year at Easter, as it used to be for RTD, and, you know, every year with Moffat as well, you know, apart from when he took series, you know, we took uh, 2016 off, I, I, I just wouldn't care about Doctor Who. Because, like, if you think of the, the, if you think of the space between, like, say, Series 11 and Flux, well, Series 11 aired in 2018. Right, Flux yeah. aired in twenty twenty one. So if I was ten when it started, you know, yeah, I'd be thirteen when you know. God, and I ain't had that many episodes. And look, in, yeah, I, 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 you know, TV has changed. You know, we can't necessarily get thirteen episodes. A series every year at the same time. We can't necessarily do that, you know, or 14 episodes a year of the Christmas special. We can't get that. But still, you got we gotta work on that, okay? So keep that hype by replaying and you know, hyping up these classic episodes and these new episodes, and have even have little special tidbits, like even have Russell or Moffat or Chibnall at the end of an episode do a quick little like interview about the episode that they've not done before. You know, just like their thoughts, you know, like just give us an incentive to be like, oh, this is really cool. Or even, you know, even get David in to talk about one of his episodes or, you know, pay Chris the fucking money to come in and talk about one of his, you know, just do it, you know, just do it because you'll get that money back, you know. Um, that, that That's really good right off the bat, mate. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I tell you, what, let's go to, let's go to none of yours because mine was very much springboard off that, but an idea I had as well. So, yeah. I, I, I mean... I've, right now, we don't know what the hell is going on with David and Donna. If there are just going to be kind of part of the 60th special, if they're just going to have like um, a little episode to themselves, if it's going to be a mini series for all we know, like it could be any of these sort of things. Um, my kind of idea was just, you know what? Let's, let's bring back another, another show. To Doctor Who, let's have a brand new equivalent of Torchwood or the Sarah Jane Adventures. And this is an idea that I really love. And for once, I couldn't actually think of any ideas for it. I just knew, for example, um, that I would not want it to be the Graham and Ryan show of them just riding around on a bike around the country. <laughs> Which is nothing against the actors whatsoever, but <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't I don't know if that'd be the worst thing or the best thing. It's just these two guys trying to solve problems around the world and then just having the budget of like a pensioner and a, like a kid effectively. <laughs> it's just like, oh <laughs> we'll have to hop on the uh like the uh the, what is it like the uh the, the pound stretcher bus or something <laughs> just oh my god um just just bring back some sort of show get get that hype in again i i, I don't know if that kind of 
era's gone now for us to be able to get all those kind of extra shows of Doctor Who. But god damn, that would just be it'd just be so much fun. Like unit the series, you know, sort of Ooh. following those kind of coattails of Torchwood. I I don't know if that'd be too much the same or something, but you could do all sorts. Um I, I don't know, Jack, have you got any immediate ideas off the top of your head? Yeah, well I love that for a start. I got so I got an idea though, uh, which I would I would do, and um, so you have twelve you have twelve um, months running up to the sixtieth, right? Yes. What is that after centenary? Okay. You get David Bradley to do a special as the first Doctor for mm. November. You get um, Rishi Smith or someone else to do a. Second yep, Doctor like... sequel, uh, second Doctor story as for TV again. You get then <laughs> someone to do a third Doctor, and then you get Tom back in. No matter what he looks, you have old Tom doing a fourth Doctor story. Then you have Pete Davidson. Then you you see what, you see what I'm doing oh, here. Damn. Yeah, no, you. you see... I, I I see exactly what you're doing, mate, and it. I love it. I absolutely. Love I'm like it. you don't you don't explain why they look older. You don't have to. You just no, do it. No. That, that, or you just do an animated one, you know? Mm. Like that animated idea that we came up with ages ago, akin to Star Wars Visions or something. Yeah. Just... Or even, you know, like like Josh Snares has done for Out of Time, you know, like just took a big yeah. finish and just, which is amazing, you know, like, oh my God, power to you, Josh. Oh my God. But like, yeah, do that. Why not? You know, why not it's... just do that? Or, or and here's here's a big one, okay? Big one, yeah, okay. Yeah. McGann or Joe Martin miniseries. Either. I'd be happy with either. Oh, oh yes. I really want McGann because I love him in Big Finish and to give him what he deserves like back Ooh. as TV form, that that would yeah. be incredible. Oh, that's a really, really good one. Um, and I know that a certain podcast would also really love that idea as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I know Philip Hawkins right now, if you're listening, is going, yes, mm. I would like McGann, McGann please, yes. Uh, but I do want to know where it takes place in his timeline so I can put the DVD in the right space for my big shit shell. Yeah, um, yeah, so that. But you know what? At the same time, Joe Martin series would be great too because it would be, mm-hmm. you know, there's been... There, there was there's sort of like a now an infamous um like interview that triple has done with dr magazine where he talks about basically how we ain't gonna get an awful lot of closure on a lot of things in his era which is what it is and you know mm. the battle of rance dressing as i like to call it was <laughs> that was the first draft that went to episode robin oh really yeah, they went to they went to episode. They they filmed on a first draft. Oh wow! Yeah, which but, you know whatever. Yeah, whatever. But his thing. Give us, give us, give Joe Grant. Give not Joe Grant. Sorry, different, different character. Different. Give Joe Martin a mini series now. Just just put it in there. Give her the time that she deserves because she was amazing as a doctor, and I can't wait for the big finish box set. I can't, you know, 
but give us give us some proper time of her being the doctor and address some of those plot holes you know welcome to dodgy david's weeping angel weekend sale full of blink and you'll miss it prices we've got how i survived the doctor in the daleks the commander Lytton story written shortly before his demise at the hands of the cybermen Blame it on the reels by the driving five in me personal favourite, Time Lash 2, Borad Boogaloo. All these and more at Dotty David's Weeping Angel Weekend Sale. Blink and you'll miss it. We, we are back after a very short, uh, unplanned sponsor break. Uh, they really need to tell us when they're going to bring those in, Robin, to be honest. They really need to tell us when why. we're going to have... You know, it's re- really unkind of them to do that. We were just talking about uh, my idea for mini series with Paul McGann or Joe Grant. Uh, I keep saying Joe Grant. I mean Joe Martin. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll I'll take a mini series of Joe Grant. At the yeah, same time. I love yeah, I love I Katie Manning. Oh my god. Um, have you got any more uh, any more ideas, Robin? Because I got a I mean, whole bunch. Dude, I you've just. I mean, I say that you've just pinched it, but it was probably the most obvious choice was to have that sequel story to an adventure in space and time with um, Reese uh, Shearsmith um, back as that doctor. I didn't think about doing like a third, fourth, etc. But the other idea I did have was, you know, have the story of what brought back 2000s Doctor Who, have someone playing a young Christopher you Eccleston. motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> like you a young actual you fucking plagiarizing shitbag <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense because we've had the gloriousness of well let's bring this story to life about the creation of book two and its beginnings it only makes sense rather than do what people are expecting with the second doctor go on and do you know what show how we brought it back to new audiences how we got rid of this stigma how we got it out of room 101 and onto the screen again and how it became this huge cultural phenomena mm, i like that and i was i i had a very similar thing i was going to be like right <clears throat> we did an adventure space an adventure in space and time for the 50th um, that that amazing! I love it. I really do love it. Yeah, and like, love you know, it. like I say, it's one of my favorite moments in all Doctor Who, even if it's not technically a Doctor Who episode. Is that last minute where you have William Hartnell played by David Bradley looking up and seeing Matt Smith on a terrible green screen, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Mark Gates. But that, but it, it speaks to me of the hope and the vision of Doctor Who, and it's something mm. which I absolutely adore and love. And yeah, I, I I was like, so I had I, I had I had two ideas. I did. I was like, you either do one about the tenth anniversary, about the three doctors, okay, and you Ooh, do like a yeah. docudrama about that, about the having those three actors come together, you know, and yeah. even with with Bill Hartnell being unwell and what have you, or like you say, you do that, you call it the long way round your oh, idea you have someone in you i wouldn't have even ba- i wouldn't base it on chris reckleston i would base it i would base it on rtd but then he might not like that because he's running the 60th himself you know but i would have an actor playing rtd and him bringing back the show you know well, I, was, I was thinking like 
you know, you'd have like your young Chris Ferguson, you have your young Billy Piper, but you'd also have that young writer as well. And you yeah. really show it as yeah. multiple standpoints. And do, you, and do you know who you cast as young, uh, young Christopher Eccleston? Oh, who do you cast as him? Nick Briggs. Hello, what's, what's going on here? Hey, what's, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Hello, what's going on here? Hey, <laughs> my God. Oh, 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 I love you, Nick, but please stop trying to do Eccleston. Leave it to Jacob <laughs> Duggan, Jacob Duggan or to Chris himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Oh, mate, I... I can't, do a, I can't do I can't do I can't do a Chris Eccleston impression, but I can do a Nick Breaks doing Chris Eccleston impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he if he ever gets his Doctor Who break, then Jack, you need to play as Nick Briggs doing that voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any more excellent ideas for the sixtieth? I've got one final sort of bang of an idea so i don't know if you want to share a couple of yours first okay um okay you do i got another one which i like to just call the doctor's round table okay yeah ooh, okay tom baker peter davison colin baker sylvester mccoy paul mcgann uh probably not Eccleston, probably getting him there but tenant smith capaldi whittaker and Joe Martin, get them all in a room and all around the table, and just do oh. it. Just, just, just have, just have them talk for, and just having a forty-five minute or hour special of just them just talking to each other about different things, about playing the role, about the different episodes and different villains or what have you. Like, tell me that wouldn't be watchable at all. Hell, that would be incredible. It would just be amazing to see all these actors come together you're not pressuring them to be in an episode or something you know it's just a nice sort of conversation it's to chew it's the just, fat it's, it's literally you just you just record them for an afternoon or for yeah. a day you know you get everyone yeah don't get me wrong it's it's a nightmare scheduling wise you get everyone in that room for one day and you just mm. record and just oh my god like wouldn't it just be amazing you know it, it would it'd be absolutely wonderful and it It'd be great as well for like them to sort of welcome in the brand new doctor of Shooty and sort of have that. Op- I mean, he's already f- felt as if he's been welcomed by the doctor. Oh, shit. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry. Look, for, for, for the long way round, which is our joint pitched uh, docudrama. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of. You have the same, you have the very same moment, right? Okay, as an adventure in space and time. But instead of it being Eccleston looking up, you have RTD looking at Eccleston. Then he looks down and he looks up and you see Shooty at the oh. TARDIS console instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a really bad green screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't escape the really bad green screen. It's just, you can't. It's you can't. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, and yeah, but no, the Doctor Round Table. I think that's cool. I got another one. Okay, mm-hmm. another idea, yeah. and then we'll get to your absolute banger. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So already, I feel like the sixtieth should be a. It basically, I think the the sixtieth should be like the five Doctors, but with new Who Doctors. Like it should just be that. 
just be the five yeah, doctors, yeah. you know. So already, so that's pretty cool. Why not delve into it a bit more? Mm-hmm. You know what was pretty cool and what's still got something going on for it now was that Time Lord Victorious event, right? Yes. Let's do another one of those, but fucking tie it into the actual show. Oh, right? That, so you, yes. So you get the comics, yes. you get the big finish, you get the books, but then you also get a TV episode, you know, or in or a mini series with it, you know? That Tell me a, that's not cool. That that is a banger of an idea. I I think that's really freaking cool. Just we want these collaborations. We want to see these other mediums done. Like we love to look to. We love these stories. Bring them out there. Have it like grab fans of different mediums. Draw them in. Just that's so good. That's so so good. Like and like fiftieth anniversary is going to be difficult to talk because that was such a momentum year and they gave us such it was and as excited as i am for the tv i'm also really excited to see what they do for big finish for the 60th because for the Mm. 50th like they did light at the end which is a really cool one where they have which is you know again it's basically five doctors all over again but it's it's five over to eight all those doctors meeting up and teaming Mm. up i mean all eight doctors really but you know which is really cool but then, then for Big Finish's 20th anniversary, the Legacy of Time, which is also a really cool Doctor story, like multi-Doctor story. So I'm just like, what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? Like, what are they gonna pull out for the for the 60th? Because I'm willing to bet the way the Big Finish works, it's either already written or already partly recorded. I. I'm going to throw this out there right now. I don't know how how much of a pain in the ass it would be to get done or if they just wouldn't until shooties started to sort of be on screen. But could you imagine if, you know, they start to bring out some big finish stuff, you're listening to it, and then at the end of one of them, one of the doctors is just met by shooties doctor and he's just suddenly in this big finish like unannounced and everyone's just like dude have you listened to this big finish that'd like at cool. the end you get your first sort of little introduction do you know that'd be cool they could also do it like you know how doctor who redacted is something that's happening right now which i'm loving week to week by the way absolutely adoring right mm-hmm. just imagine that like why not over the course of that year where we're going to be staff for official Doctor Who content. Why not have, because audio is way cheaper to, to produce, obviously, than actually mm. film on a TV show. Why not just have the Doctors come back in that way and do Doctor Who redacted stories or, you know, like free podcasts stories with those Doctors that way, you know? It's, it's so cheap to do. It's just sit down, talk. You can fit in a bit of story with it, if you so wish, and... Yeah, they they could be done in an afternoon. They're they're, they're printing their own money or their own press that way. It's like, oh no, that's a really 
quality ideas so to kind of jump onto it just there i just had to no, throw no. that out this is this is a this is a collaborative you know process <laughs> here mate you know or as mad as i was that you stole my uh rtd <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, docudrama but, okay now go on what's your what's your absolute banger that you're wanting to throw ah uh, so it came up for this the other day i shot they have not done this beforehand so first of all you build up the kind of the advertisement for it and you say that the the TARDIS just keeps getting spotted in various locations around London, maybe even other parts of the country. Maybe maybe, e- maybe Exeter for once. Maybe you for know, once, yeah. You know, maybe maybe yeah. just for once. Yeah. <laughs> that there was a rumor a while back that apparently there was meant to be some filming in Exeter, but I don't know if that's true or not. I love it if that was, but. Uh, Anyway, you start off with like this kind of, you know, press about, hey, the TARDIS is appearing in all these different locations. And then you have it like as a TV advert, people stumbling upon these TARDISes. And as, as you're curious, you know, Doctor Who fan and such, you go to the TARDIS, you see what's inside. And I think for the 60th anniversary, the BBC should team up with Secret Cinema and produce these live experiences where people step inside this TARDIS, they're inside the interior, connected to like a warehouse, and they walk through various time zones. They have like all the different foods and drinks. They get in costumes, they meet people in costumes, all these aliens and robots. And then by the end of it, everyone's together and everybody watches the 60th anniversary play while having this experience. Robin, that is that is ridiculous. As if Doctor Who would ever do like an immersive theatre experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, nice. Hey, look, hey, there's time fracture. That yeah, it just goes to show it can work, mate. I love it. That is such a look, cool idea. That's what I thought, because it was like we've got time fracture why not do this and secret cinema is something that's been getting hugely popular recently i really want to go to one at some point my my siblings who have been have said that they're absolutely incredible and i just think this idea of stepping inside a tardis being inside that console room and then stepping through the doors and you not having an idea where you're stepping out of you could be dressed for any occasion and then oh you're in the victorian section and then there could be another TARDIS around the corner that you go through and you're in like a sci-fi setting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you have all these actors who stay in character, you have all the drinks, you have the food and just that fun experience as well because then you've got the community coming together, you've got old fans, new fans, people who are sort of casual, diehard fans all coming under one roof seeing this interactive show and imagine how hype that would be, imagine that experience taken away from that and people being like, I saw the 60th at the secret cinema. I was there in my costume with my jelly babies or something like everyone cheering at the reveal of shooty. Like, Oh my God, that'd just be epic. Yeah. I love that a lot, man. That's really cool. And I think that's something that'd be something that'd be so special. And, Mm. you know let's, i feel like the the advertising and the marketing needs to take a step up and i feel like it is anyway 
in a way. Mm. In the you know, in the Chibnall era, there's been a lot of like even fucking license holders. There's been a lot of like, oh no, we're not telling oh, yeah. you anything, anything that's happening. You know, like uh, so it's made it very difficult for them to do stuff. Whereas with Russell, that was always a you know always a very open door. We we know that the Cybermen were going to come back in Series 2. We know that the that the Master was going to come back in Series 3 at some point. We knew that Centaurus mm. was going to come back and Davros was going to be back, pretty much. We knew that, pretty much. But the actual content of the episodes, we didn't know. But it helped you get hyped for it, rather than just being like, oh, oh what's going to happen? Until, like, a month before the, you know, instead of just being, like, a month before the TV show. And we'd always have those great little trailers as well the end of the christmas special wouldn't we we should be like mm. hyping you for the entire series and i remember as well i get them religiously was those uh was the radio times where they would have all the episode titles break down you have russell doing a little oh like, yeah you know he just like just got a little tiny synopsis or not even that if he was not going to spoil it you know like like you know it, it's gone too far secretive of the Chippenhall era that it didn't feel right. But look at what's happening now with, mm. you know, the 60th. We know that David and Catherine are coming back. Like, and again, the way the media, the, the you know, the way the Twitter is playing at the minute, it feels like there's a whole new media team. So hopefully things are going to be a bit better. You know, I know marketing is a boring thing and it's ridiculous that the Doctor Who community are so on the marketing and what have you and mm. bashing them. But, looking good and come on let's let's build that merch up a bit more as well now because i'm going to be honest i go into a shop unless it's being in bargains they've got a few figures or you know into waterstones i see barely any doctor who shit around you know and they even go to forbidden planet and where it used to be like a big section in cardiff where they had lots of doctor who content now there's barely anything in there now. It's it's like barely a shelf. Like I I went to London's um one like a week or two ago. Oh, I was I so disappointed. Anything. I was yeah. so disappointed. The only thing I got there for two pound fifty was a Brian Leud mug because I was like, I'm fucking getting a Brian Leud mug. Of mm, course I'm yeah. getting that, you know. And there was some beautiful, there was some great art prints there, but it was there was fuck all really. Like there was fuck all really Doctor Who stuff. And I'm like, come on, this is like, this is the longest running sci-fi show on TV. And there are so mm. many people that love and adore Doctor Who. Why is this so... Why is there barely anything here? But I can go around the corner and I can I can get a fucking... Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to think of it. I'm trying to think of a franchise that I can bash, but not, you know, really bash. You know, mm. you know, like you know, like something which isn't really that prevalent, but you know, I can still, you know, but I can't think of anything on the top of my head. But yeah, like there's some shit like going on, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I, it's so difficult because it's just like, oh, what if I mentioned this show? And it's like, oh, and now we've got those haters because we unintentionally bashed it. But it's like, no, yeah. it's just an example. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's sad because we've come from the days. Of Toys L Us was aisles upon aisles just full of those toys. And I, I know it's different. Um, and we're probably not gonna get that same kind of hype or excitement, but oh my god, that was some glorious years. Just 
that giant cardboard cutout of David Tennant and the like, just mm-hmm. all those toys. I mean, I, I, I would, I would like it to be that I couldn't walk into a, you know, into a shop or you know some shops because it's not going to be every shop. I would like it where I could walk into, you know, any shop as it were, and I wouldn't be able to move. Like, I, oh, there's a TARDIS there. Mm, you know, yeah, something like that. That that'd be solid. Mm. But yeah, but I'm very, you know, with the news. Obviously, I was very excited for shooting. I'm excited to see what comes of the 60th. I don't know if my little heart will take it if we're getting announcements every Sunday, but <laughs> I already had a million percent in terms of I always, I was already behind Russell a million percent. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know how amazing he is as a writer and as a man and how he's tuned into the zeitgeist and different things like that. I feel like we're going to get stories in his second era now that are going to be so brilliant and so, like, the man is angry at the state of this country and the state of this world. Mm. We're going to get some brilliant stuff there, but we're going to get stuff that's going to be so, that's still going to be relevant in 20 years' time. Look at the turn left, you know? Oh, yeah. So I... Shooty, if you're listening, cannot wait to see you because you are just going to be amazing. I'm telling you now, Shooty is going to be a fan favorite doctor. He is, Robin. Okay? I, I have no doubt about that. Like, the guy is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I I really see a real bright future ahead for him. Like, I mean, the guy's already a BAFTA winner, and he's only, like, a year older than me. Like, bloody oh, hell. don't, he's... don't, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Robin, Robin, no, 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 How old are you, Robin? How old are you? I'm 30. He's 29, Robin. Oh, sorry. I, I, I've, uh, I was, Robin, uh, down. no, 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 no. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine, Robin. But no, 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 no. Here you go. For the yeah. first time in our lives, Robin, we yeah. are older than the person cast to be the doctor. I wrote. I missed a number of my notes that I literally thought, ah, oh, yep, we are older than the doctor. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh but my God. that is not, I'm, and I don't want people to suddenly think that I'm suddenly comparing myself. God, no, that is not what I'm doing. I'm just commending the fact that he is going places. And I think but also, but also, but also, we old. We old. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll send you a meme that I saw earlier about. <laughs> yeah, I made one myself actually about that. You know, it's quite <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, yes. <laughs> do you have anything more you want to say about the sixtieth, about David, about Catherine, about Shooty, or do you think I feel like we've touched everything? But is there anything you want to say to round things off there, mate? Mate, just that I am hella excited about the future for Doctor Who. I think yeah. whatever we come up with, like the fact that we are just so excited for this, the fact that we've got all these ideas, that everyone else is going to be doing this, this is an incredible time to be a fan. I, 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 I do laugh. I do laugh as well, because I've seen this comparison as well. <laughs> and it is, you're right, absolutely right. It's a brilliant time to be a fan, I'll have you. 
And I am so hyped for the centenary, but I am so much more hyped again now because we know very, very little about and I can't wait to see Ace, can't wait to see Tegan, I can't wait to see 13 story all resolved, what have you, or you know, as resolved it's gonna be, apparently. Because apparently mm. we'll still be we'll be left wanting more, which is I think bullshit. But anyway, um okay. So it's like the centenaries there going to the RTD era about to come in. Like, do you really believe you're in hype? And RTD just stands there and goes, I am the hype. Hype. <laughs> That's such an appropriate clip. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to try and get a DBZA reference in every podcast going on now. I'm going to see if you, ref- I'm going to see if you notice them all as well. So, you know, <laughs> um, before we go, Robin, because I mm-hmm. feel like we've exhausted all our 60th chat and amazing stuff. And I'm just, I'm tired. I'm so, I'm just, I'm drained. I don't think I can take any more. Oh, we get any more I, announcements. I, but, you're like the kid at the birthday party. You've used up all your excitement from the sugary birthday cake. And now you're just, now you're just I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm literally resting my forehead on my microphone. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> Do, do we have okay. time for a little? Um... I got, I got, I got a tasty morsel for you. And oh, I do feel you. bad because I realise that this one has been used in the broke cannon before. So Davis, please don't sue me. But I, I saw this one and I had to use it just because I love getting the ones that are going to make you laugh, Robin. You okay, know, okay, okay. because I just, I just think it's so, so funny. You know, making you laugh mm. with these. Okay, so okay. <clears throat> I'm referencing today a first Doctor story from a short trips uh, compendium, uh, just a short written story, really, basically. Okay, for them. Okay, so um, there we go. Oh, that's probably that's been probably a bit better. Yeah. Sorry, just move my microphone again, people, which is you know going to be annoying for you, uh, if not more annoying for me when I edit this. But still. <laughs> so here we go. Okay, so this story is called "Bide a Wee Robin." Okay, and it features the first Doctor. Okay. Mm-hmm. First Doctor and Susan, okay? The main enemy in this is called Prentice, okay? Okay. And in this story, um... Oh, boy. How am I going to do that? How, how, do, how, <laughs> do, I, how do I wind up to this? Okay. Are you regretting this already, Jack? So we get a few things. We get a character called Craig uh, mentions pizza, a Game Boy, uh, Teletubbies, McDonald's, and Family Golf Automobile, like little things like there. Doctor spends most of his vacation observations of his story, eating ice cream. Susan is off camping with some friends. And uh... okay, here we go. It's the big one. Okay, you ready for this? You ready? Yes, yes. Lay down me. The first doctor has no prostate. I think I heard you right, Jack, but um The first you, doctor might... has no prostate. I don't sleep. I need answers. <laughs> the first doctor has no prostate. That's just what I... it is. He he simply just says he just notes, yeah, yes, dear boy, I don't have a prostate. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Mm-hmm. Is this a, what? What's what's this featured in again? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, just, just also, uh, Susan goes off camping on a small island um, with four of the children and a dog, uh, just yeah. recreating uh, Five on Treasure Island, uh, oh. the, the famous Five novel. Just a extra one for you there, by the way. So, oh, yeah, no, Susan, Susan, that. that Susan is a his yeah from the yeah Susan. So, the famous Five is coming to Doctor Who as well as the first Doctor having no prostate. I'm out. Boom. I'm, I'm done. And... I'm fucking. I'm so fucking done today. I'm just. Yeah. Uh... I think that. Ah! <laughs> I have been Robin. Uh, Jack. Me. I'm. I'm me. Jack. Me. Jack. I, folks. I need to put Jack to bed. He's uh, getting cranky now. Uh, I'll get him a juice box. I'm broken. I'm a broken man. I. I... <laughs> I don't, if they dare, Russell, if you listen, I know you're listening, Russell. If you're listening, if you pull out Matt Smith and Jenna Coleman next week and Capaldi <laughs> oh and Pearl Mackey and, and, and Matt Lucas the week after, uh, if you fucking touch McGann, if you touch McGann, I am, uh, I will not be held responsible for my actions because I'm going to be so happy, but also so angry at you for just making me that happy. You know, how dare you make me that happy? How dare you make me that hype? It's, if they keep doing this as well, it's just like, just just stop. Like, wh what is there left to reveal at this stop. point? Stop, he's already dead. <laughs> oh, this is, I'm sorry, Robin. This is just, uh, I'm really talking close into the mic now. So there's going to be hell for anyone. I'm sorry, let me back up. This has been an awful lot of running a Doctor Who podcast. I've been Jack. He's been Robin. Thank you so much for listening. Ta-ra for now. Good, good night. Oh, my fucking God. Ah! <laughs> an awful lot of running is an unofficial Doctor Who podcast. Graphics and logo were created by Jack Alexander. An intro and outro music were created by Hudson Music. Check them out on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening.